1: Hey, welcome to God Whispers. You know, it's a really cheesy show when the guy who does the intro comes in and starts talking to you. Like we can't even get someone else to do the intro. What? Yeah. Happy New Year.
2: I remain Bill Swirla. And we have in studio (laughs) the Reverend Rudy Pastuca of the Lutheran Church, Canada. Rudy, welcome to the show.
0: I can't tell you how glad I am to be here. There are no words. There, there really are no words, um, and uh,
2: we understand. Uh, by the way, from from conversation with you, you first of all, we, we just came back from a great lunch. Oh, no, absolutely. Of uh, of fine um, pork products. Oh, on, many, on, many on a on a on a bun. It was a baconalia. The, I
1: mean, thing. let's talk a moment about pork.
2: <laughs> the us I mean, I think that's a great idea. The bucanera, a fine a fine uh, Cuban Mexican torta sandwich. Um,
0: it was spectacular. It, I'll tell you what, if I was playing for Team Vegan and I had that, I'd go to Team Meat right now.
1: <laughs> team Meat. <laughs> I'm just so that kind of pig, guy. Me. You know what the problem with vegans is, in general? All those veggies. That'll mess with you. Wow, that just keeps going. I, I, hands off. Holy cow. Wow. That was all one button. It keeps going. That can't be one button. (laughs) I got that thing. I could turn it down, but that oh. was trying to be defeating. It. Just just like leave it leave it in the background or something. Just turn it down.
0: <laughs> I enjoyed my time in grade five again. Oh. Now we'll see that's the way now. to do it. What did you wow. unleash
1: there? this is the ultimate fart soundboard. <laughs> and that one was entitled Anus Madness.
0: <laughs> Where's that homeschooler alert? You know you know, yeah, they're, you, they're, you know what? You, you know what? It's always post facto. Home schooler alert. Attention. The following segment contains a home schooler alert. Attention. The following segment contains a home schooler
2: alert. Inquire no more, you feral beast. You know what? You know what that 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 reminded me of is is break time at, at a pastor's, pastor's conference.
1: conference. <laughs> You know, you got about sitting, about, sitting next to our favorite oh, no, senior names. pastor oh, who, guy to, in the area, yeah, here. who for, you know to whom I aspire.
2: Oh yeah. when, when I'm his age, I, I, I really want to be able to do that. But but uh, no, you know, you get like 250 guys in a room. They've eaten the buffet breakfast. They're uh, they're they're now um, just you know immobilized in an auditorium listening to some god awful boring lecture. And then from and then comes about ten thirty, and it's break time, and that's that's basically what it sounds like. I think uh, I
0: can't believe that I spent forty five minutes driving eighty miles an hour to be here
2: <laughs> for is, that. It is quite an honor, isn't it? You
0: know, I, I can't tell you what an honor.
2: I, I understand that uh, <clears throat> that that we we're we're big we're big with uh, Canadian adolescents. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> and are you surprised after after that intro? It's a perfect
0: combination. See, I, I it's just amazing. How, how does the timing work? It's all it's all about the timing.
2: It is. It is. We, we are known for it. But, but uh, you want to you want to give a shout out to your son?
0: Oh, Braden. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And yeah. Uh, we have, we have a special gift for for really. Look at it, this. Now it's it's of course. Uh, wait. Well, let me scrape that off. But, this but, is <laughs> this is just for Braden my boy! <laughs> there you go. <laughs> awesome. But, but uh, <clears throat> now this is this is a little late for this season because by now your Christmas tree is long dead uh, or packed up in the garage again. But but uh, I'd like to present you with an autographed uh, God Whisperer's
0: Christmas tree ornament. Now
2: I know why tigers eat that young, you know?
0: Wow. There. Look at this. I'm telling you. Britton, you're going to love this. This really is. And it's... This is high-quality hey, stuff. Break that. It's Sorry. the real thing. This is the real deal, and it has real don't autographs on break it. Break that? I did not don't break it. It's scratched my desk. I scratched. more where they came Wow, I can't... Well, this actually, is,
1: he, let's see. Uh, how many have are <clears drawer throat> there? I don't
0: know. He's opening the drawer.
1: What really disturbs me is... Swirly keeps these in his drawers. I, by,
0: by the way, you know what? I Because I get <laughs> the... so price the, of that just went up. <laughs> um, there's the, how many more?
1: <laughs> oh, wow.
0: That sounded like uh, at least five. I called James Brown. In so many ways. And I, you know... I I feel good. (laughs) So you need to all know that I'm making a documentary. Actually, it'll be a mockumentary about this whole episode. And and this beyond the the scenes.
2: The
0: making of The God God Whispers. I can't tell you what... And you'll see. It's a production, all right.
1: It all began with an airplane flight in the eastern United States. Ladies and gentlemen, fasten your seatbelts. We are about to land...
0: Well, and there's more? That was kind of a delayed reaction. He's Man. getting slow on a button. Press those buttons faster. This is a nation that obeyeth not the voice of the Lord their God, nor receiveth correction. Hey, at least I'm
1: housebroken. So... <laughs> You know, <laughs> Swirl and I just have our computers <laughs> arguing with each other now. <laughs>
2: oh, oh, look it's just it's dueling soundboard here. Um, Rudy, uh, what what brings you to uh, to the U.S. and uh, and here? What are you doing here?
0: Well, the eldest fruit of mine loins, my son Braden, uh-huh. is now in grade twelve. Oh, and, and, senior, yeah. and Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, um, you can't say loins. I can't say loins. Yeah, I can't so say fruit. I just said, lo- so, and, and our, our youngest son, Nathan, is now in grade nine. So we figured one last shot at having a f- complete family vacation together, which begs the question, which raises the question. I guess, there, what am I, what am I, yeah. There was the, a question? There was a question. They're at Magic Mountain it right now. They begged
2: the question, and so the raises. question remained begged. Well, okay. He was begging for a question.
0: Be- begging. Oh.
2: So, wait, wait, wait. And so, now, now who you here with? You, you, you have your wife.
0: My, my wife.
2: And your eldest, your firstborn. Firstborn,
0: fruit of mine loins.
1: Yes. Yeah, it always sounds better that way. It does. It yeah. does. It's like great with child. Is that mine loins or my loins? Nope. Mine.
0: Mine. Mine. Mine.
1: Because yeah. you're German.
0: No, no. Because that's like, the actual Hebrew. It's like Hath Holpen.
1: Yeah. All right. Away and go with your
2: mother. All right. The and while you're there, why don't you try one of her bras on you wee girl? So, um, and uh, <laughs> welcome to the God Whispers here. It, it's, it, this is, this is, you can tell this, it, we shouldn't have recorded today, really. I, I mean, uh, we, we were yeah. recording back in December, but Rudy was here and I had a bad idea and, and it just, it just kind of moved it on. It just got there. worse. How many other kids you got with you there, Rudy? Uh, just the two. Oh, two kids. Two kids. And, and two kids. the other one, we know about, we know, we know about the, the, the one in 12th
0: grade. Uh, yeah, 12th grade, the 9th grade. Oh, 9th grade. There yeah. are no others. Oh, that's it. That's it. That you're aware of. That, of so course. my you, wife shut you down after. Today. I'm not going to go to that place. But uh, we made a mutual decision, and uh, you know that's how it goes. Were so there scissors involved? Well, <laughs> we should have. What we should have done was gotten the dog first, because the, the question be- between my wife and I are: if we had gotten the dog first, would there have been kids? Uh, ah. Uh, so I don't know if they're going to hear this, but you know. Well, they
2: are. Yeah. They, it's, they, too they well, it's too late now. Well, it's too late. Do you have a dog?
0: We have a dog. Her name is Sparkle. Sparkle. Oh, oh she was going to be Spark. Um, but she's Sparkle. sparkle. What, what kind of she's a Shih, oh, it, it, it. a Shih Tzu Poodle Cross. A Shih Poodle Cross. Attention. A Shih Tzu Poodle Cross. <laughs> and uh, hmm. She is just a little lap dog. Love her to bits. Is she hypoallergenic? Uh, yes. Most yes. poodles are. <clears throat> poodles yes, have she is.
2: hair rather than fur. Yes. Quick, what's the difference between hair and fur? Uh,
1: fur ends up all over your floor and hair doesn't. Fur falls out, hair continues
0: to grow. What did I say? He should know. Have you seen his back? I'm just asking. Okay. That's <laughs>
1: fur? Have you <laughs> seen our floors? <laughs> Your floors? Rufus. That dog's just a furry mess. Is he? Is he a shedder? Oh, gosh, yes. I mean, I never really paid much that black attention? hair everywhere. Yeah. You have floors? Tumbleweeds. Well, he's at Grandpa's house right now. He's <laughs> <Is> at
2: <that> Grandpa's. <laughs> Actually we were we were there the other day i mean this he seems to be thriving there actually he's doing well Rufus he has a nice backyard he's got grandpa
1: to take care of, so that's good, and he has cats to chase, and um eh, not so much cats no, no no cats, but there are two dogs next door that he can bark at all day okay so he, nice. so he's
2: occupied yeah, and and uh and so your congregation gives you a leave to, to uh, come, come out to... Uh...
0: I, I ask for the time off, yes. Uh, it it's, it's, you know, it's the quiet time of the church here. Like, there is such a thing. We but, normally,
2: you know. uh, yeah, my wife and I normally uh, go away for the week between uh, Christmas and New Year's. It's our, yeah. our anniversary's on the 30th, and uh, we go up to Morrow Bay and hang out nice. and eat and uh, kayak. And, it's and very I
1: lock the basement door and bang on my pots and pans. That's what I do.
2: There you are. So, uh, you know, and, and so everybody's got their own way of celebrating that, that, that <laughs> special time between Christmas and New However, the show is airing the day after the Epiphany, uh, January 7th. Hmm. So we're kind of uh, launching into
0: a, a new year. Do you make New Year's resolutions? Uh, uh, no, I stopped. I gave that up in 1962. You resolved? You resolved yeah.
2: not to do that. Yeah, I mean. in
0: 1962, I gave that up. Uh, that was wise. I always yeah.
1: make a- annual resolution. I make the same one. The P90X one? No, oh, I okay. resolve to make no resolutions that I won't keep. So I. Uh, well, yeah. There. And how's that been going? Uh, I was good. Perfect Is score. Hundred percent. Completely unresolved. Perfect.
2: <laughs> perfect score on that. So. <laughs> What, what about you? Me? What? Resolutions? Yeah. Not a chance. No, no it's not happening. No, I, you know, I, 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 do, I do mid-year course corrections. <clears throat> hmm, interesting. It, it keeps me out of rehab. Yeah. But, but other than that, no, I, I really don't. This year, I, 2013, I do have some goals though. I, 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 I want to basically quit most everything. That's a good goal. Yeah, I'm thinking that, and and uh, I want to take up the guitar again. I, I've been been I've not played played the instrument a long time. Guitar, guitar is an unforgiving mistress. You have one sitting
1: more. behind you right now. That's my junker. Yeah. An unforgiving,
0: unforgiving mistress. He has an unf he has a, an, he unfor, he has an unforgiving. Oh, the guitar. The guitar. No. You know
1: what's what's sad is I picked up the ukulele, and now when I pick up a guitar, you make the chords completely differently, and it's confusing as I get out. There's there's some cross. Um, because some, some the, the talk tuning is, is completely different, it's,
2: it's, not, it's not. a good. Uh, do yeah. we have anything on the Skype line, brother? <laughs> what?
0: That's the Skype line.
1: You know, you you need to, you need to have that scoped.
0: <laughs> I, I, I I really think.
1: Now that. we have no Skypes. As a matter of fact, I'm very. I think we've been shut down. You know, I think I'm I think, very very disappointed. You know, I, I think listeners. that
2: um, that that in show that we did, we yeah. we jumped. The, the shark on the Skype business. Well, we, we
0: did so. Nothing, nothing going on. I thought it went particularly well. Really? The,
2: you, you you, the, the, uh, the Colin show?
0: Oh it was a fun time.
2: Some, some beg to differ. You're not well. That. Oh, well. He's, he's, not, not, he's well. not a well
0: man. No. Um. no. Many people have said that. <laughs> they were just stay thirsty, my friends. That had nothing to do with anything. No, no, one,
2: one, uh, one resolution I would love to hear from Craig is, is not to use those film clips anymore. But uh, you know, I, I'm not seeing I'm not seeing an end to that in the near future. Not so, so much. So no. uh, we have a letter uh, from God, at at our Godwhispers at gmail.com um, do, do you want to go to the mailbag on that? This is from. Uh, I thought it was, do, do was like the, the drum
1: roll for I the. Thought, uh, I thought it was Deutschland, Deutschland. It Uber was wrong: of me, but that was my intro to your intro. Oh gosh. Now we've got intros to intros. Layers upon layers. This is from, from our old uh
2: it's esteemed like an onion. professor. Uh, do you do you remember when you were at the seminary? Yes. Uh, did you did you pay
1: any attention while you were there? Yes. Or? Really? I, you I, did. I, one day I did. I and, took my medication.
2: And uh and and you remember Paul, uh, Paul Schreiber, our our esteemed. I remember him well. So well he I had him
1: for two or three classes.
2: Paul's Paul's been writing us and uh and and we we kind of gave his question uh, a rather short shrift, if you will, um, a, a few episodes ago where he was asking about the uh, inter-Nicene battles of the Missouri Synod. Ah. And so he came back with a follow-up. And I thought it would be interesting to uh, kick this around with our brother Rudy here, too, from to get the Canadian perspective.
1: It'll be polite, though.
2: But Informative. Uh, and, and very tolerant. Did, it will be tolerant. I, I th-
1: I think
0: you're making heaping big assumptions. There will no. be
1: no no condemnations of homosexual activity. Well, let's let's leave them out of that for a change. I, 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 you know, we it's the Canadian. You're not allowed to. <laughs> Although you're in America. So I'm in you America. Have discon- he, uh, he's gonna he's gonna let loose with a, right, just here. a
2: stream of intolerance before he come before he gets uh That's true. goes back across the border um but did they did they treat you well at the uh at the at, at the uh the, the, the u s welcome wagon yes they did they it did. it was a good thing you know i was i was, was, I was treated rudely uh hmm. by by the American customs people last time i was up in canada hmm. uh just just the the uh, the, the border—it's a cold place
0: these days. Yeah, and it's serious business.
2: Well, and, this, and, and the car—I think more. I yeah. think when you fly, it's a little—it's a little more chill than when you're coming yeah. in a car. Yep. Yeah. And and the car is a rental, and the plates are Canadian, and you're American. It, you know, the things start to kind of go south or north, depending on which way you're going. After that,
0: yeah. Well, you know, there's still issues. So, <laughs> yeah. big time.
1: Yeah, well, no, it's it's true. It's serious yeah. business. Uh, Paul, Paul, I actually had a friend who was a, a Canadian illegal alien here for quite a while. Well, oh. and that, that was, my
2: my grandfather actually snuck into this country via Canada.
1: My grandfather, we can't find any records for him, how he reason, got into this country. There's good reasons yes. for that. Thinking he snuck in with a batch of pasta or something. I'm given caring. given
2: given the heritage, uh, we're not we're not surprised here. But but uh, anyway, dear Bill, Paul writes seriously, seriously. That assumed that that implies that we weren't serious the last time we took up his <laughs> William. Move your head. What are some current issues under debate among us in the LCMS, and I would add then the LCC. Yes. Uh, Our socialist sister to the north. Oh, is is the the answer all of them? Well, I don't know. Or is it more the usual picking sides when the correct way lies in a totally different direction? Is there a fly in here? That's that's really what I want. Rudy brought a fly. Um, Ooh, from Canada. Or that one side is is held to the exclusion of the other. I'm right. No, I'm right. Maybe you are both right, but both barking up the wrong trees. Uh, this is a great sentence that follows. There's too much dumb-headed, intolerant entrenchment among misinformed or ill-informed people who may be bold to take a stand over trivia, parentheses glorified as adiaphora, but miss the real important action. Okay, and then he goes on. So, but, but, uh, um, so, what, what do you what do you think are the, the what's what's troubling us in Missouri
1: these days? Well, there's one group that I'm not allowed to talk about. And then there's the church growth thing. And there's the other group that I'm not allowed to talk about. Pretty much. That's edifying. Yeah. Rudy, what, 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 what I'm serious, if I bring it up, you'll get mad. What? The quaver full Oh no, no, no. We're not talking about No, see that that you. is an example. But this has become That's a example. matter of primary doctrine for some
2: people. What? Having big families? Yeah, I I don't see I see this as a passing
1: small well, cloud of I controversy. Totally believe that it is uh, a passing phase. But but this week it's the litmus test for orthodoxy, much like so. Well, now
2: that, now that 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 leads I think to to, um, to the bigger question: is this need this continual need for a litmus test of orthodoxy? Yes. Uh, regardless of what that particular litmus test is, you're, you're right. There is I'm the
1: taking my shoes off. Oh, there, that there, there, there is there
0: is that the, will be the litmus test. I'll tell
1: you right
2: there. <laughs> well, that's the litmus test of of uh, your something olfactory senses there. But but yeah, uh, that, that you, you need to have a litmus test at all, and who's testing and why,
0: and the various kinds of litmus tests that should be available. I, I think you know, and even. You know, the, the difference between practice and teaching and, you know, doctrine, all those kind of things. Um, the litmus test that says, well, you know, if you you're not doing these things just this way, ah. right down to the minutia, yes. sometimes even the minutia. Yes. And, you know, somebody once said, I think Swirla, it might have been you, you know, talking about we're circling our wagons and we're pointing in the wrong direction. You know, instead of maybe out, we got the guns face, facing each other. And we're kind of shooting each other in the foot, you know. And can you trust the brother in the pulpit over there? He is, you know, among us. Can he be trusted? And does that become a litmus test? And how far can you trust him? Which is sad, in my humble opinion. Well,
1: yeah, we have, we have factions that unless you are, are worshipping just like I am, I'm going in uh, into a state of instatu confessionis, yeah. You're not allowed to commune with us anymore, yeah. and I'm not going to commune with you because you're not of the right flavor of the week.
2: Well, but it, 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 and yet, and yet, if if you, let's if you take worship as the issue, um, which I think is a very it is a very divisive issue, and it is not simply uh, glorified trivia as adiaphora. No, that's true. Um, that, that I think there's a big difference here between. Uh, basically borrowing from the revival tradition, which is not ours. Uh, it's, it's foreign to us. It's foreign to our understanding of how the gospel works. It's foreign to our understanding of, of our doctrine of the Holy Spirit and the means of grace. And, on the other hand, uh, turning Lutheranism into kind of a museum piece of, of, uh, of you know, 17th century practice. If you, you
0: know. A renaissance fair. For the faithful,
2: <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's like those guys walking around with the big, the big, uh, the big uh, uh, turkey bone.
0: The, the SCA, the Society for Creative Anachronisms. I
2: knew people in that in Berkeley. Yeah. yeah. So what, what are you saying here? That that, that the the, uh, the the using um, historic fidelity, you know, period instruments, sort of thing, as a litmus Ooh. test becomes the the uh, Society for Creative anachronism yeah. within Lutheranism.
0: If you're not careful, it could be.
1: I haven't seen a good lute liturgy in a long time. A lute liturgy? Yes. I don't think they use the lute in liturgy, though.
2: I've never seen a lute. I mean, Luther played either. it, and apparently played it quite well. Well, and he used it to teach hymns, I've read. Seriously? Yeah. yeah I don't I, I. don't see where it would have much of a use in church, per se, but... but uh, uh, I'm not sure what. I'm not, does any, do you guys know what Luther? What what sort of instruments were used in
1: worship at Luther's time? I think it was a piccolo, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> nice.
0: Nope. I I'm not sure the piccolo was around, but you know what do I know? Instruments. I, I, uh, yeah. Huh? Mm. Hmm. Mm, wow. Where's that cricket's noise when bass, you need it? Yeah. Bass guitar. No. I'm gonna go with bass, bass guitar.
2: guitar. More yeah. cowbell.
0: More more cowbell? So, hmm. the wow, <laughs> we've just hit a low point, yeah.
1: Well, the, well I, I know one it's, one instrument that Luther used quite a bit. <laughs> yes, that. well, that was that, that was that was his chief instrument against the devil. <laughs> That's yes, yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: and right. a fine instrument it is. L- Luther, Luther, that
1: one was th- entitled Bugle Boy, by the way. Mm. It was a musical. Uh, nice no, nice yeah. nice uh, musical nice connection. touch there but
2: you know I want to go back back to litmus test you know it seems like uh this we, we go around and around with this uh, and, and as craig has alluded to the the latest now is kind of the focus on what i think is a cultural problem and that is the 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 diminishing of the family uh, and and the the extolling of, of of basically you know people just two people pursuing their careers uh, pursuing, I think career is highly overrated by the way I I, I just I, I I wish we would get rid of that word vocation is a much better word than career but um, you know that it, it isn't somehow an honorable thing to have a large family you have more than four kids and they start to you know people start looking at you cross eyed and it's like you know in fact getting back to the border. One of your colleagues reported, uh, and he's one with a larger family, was coming uh, across the border into the United States, and the guy's kind of doing the head count, you know, of the car, and he says, "Uh, "How many kids do you have?" And and I think he said something like six. He goes, "So is that going to be enough?" I was from a border guard. You know, I want his badge number. We're gonna, you know, I'm sending letters at that point. But I, you know, I have friends. I have friends who have four kids, and 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 uh, you know, she takes the kids out to the mall, and she gets kind of the strange look from the Orange County moms, like you know, four really? You've got to be kidding. You know, there's kind of
1: can't a, this, you animals control yourself? That's yourselves? right.
2: There's the, but there's there's, there's a coming this <laughs> cultural notion that uh, you know aren't you so you weren't satisfied with two, as though we were talking about puppies, puppies or something yeah. like that. Well,
1: and, and honestly though, this is one of the ways that the Muslims plan on taking over Europe. I think is just having enough kids to overwhelm the place, because the European birth rate is so low right now. Yes, it is. And, and so, you know, if we have six and you have one, man, give us three or four generations. We'll just, we'll just, you know, take over the place. So, yeah. you know, I mean, but if you want to look at it as a, you know, war kind of tactic, I guess it's not a bad one. Well, and it, it,
2: it's, nonviolent takeover. I don't
0: know. That's what it is nonviolent. I,
2: I look. I look back to when just I was, when Make I was love, not war. <laughs> When I was growing up in, in, in the Lutheran Church, I mean, our Sunday schools were large. Yep. our confirmation classes. You know, if you had a confirmation class, twenty five kids, that was a small one. Yep. And and that and you look, it it wasn't because we were doing like booming evangelism programs or something like that. We just had large families. We had we had we had
0: families, with lots of kids, and parents took their kids to church. Yep, and instilled all those values that, kind of, time has forgotten. And the fastest growing religious group, my understanding, right now in, in North America, is among teenagers, is religious nuns, not the N-U-N-S kind, but the N-O-N-E-S kind. Right. Right, 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 And you know, people look around in my church and say, "Where's all the youth?" And I'm saying, "Well, first of all, there's not as many, demographically speaking." They're and at then the higher things gathering. Well. well <laughs> And then on top of that, you know, uh, that's the fastest growing group. And it may just take, a, you know, a generation to have that all settle out. And there seems to be a baby boomlet happening now. We have a, you know? lot, of, we have L- a lot of little ones in our conversation again. Yeah. It's starting to happen again. I see it at my church now, you know, and and then people who are taking their faith seriously. And then there's the whole group of people, you know, young families who, you know, the cares of this world, you know, choke The things, it's too good in North America right now. We have way too much money and way too many toys. And people just are looking at that stuff and saying, I don't have time. I don't have time. And the time is coming. I think the church is in fallow right now. And when farmers are in fallow, they are preparing for the next harvest. And so we need to be preparing for the next harvest.
1: I disagree. I need more toys.
0: More more toys? toys? Because you don't have enough toys. Yeah, I know. He never never
2: has enough toys. Um, i think i think there's a there 's a lot to that i mean you, you can you can go the wrong way and just agonize over all of that and 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 go into kind of a monastic ditch and say we need to just shed all, shed all of our toys and 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 you know rediscover the simple life and we 'll take up like the amish but again that that becomes then another litmus test of orthodoxy i, you I know think... uh, do, do you do you, uh, how little tech do you own? Uh, how simple can you make your life? How empty are your closets?
1: Ultimately, we seem to run in a, into a lot of trouble when we turn gospel into law, and and things that God has given us as promise and gift, and and we start turning it into law, and then we start testing others accordingly. Yeah. And and that's what our habit is because we we have this pietistic, in cravatus kind of thing where we keep turning in on ourselves. And and we we keep measuring ourselves, and then, and that's the problem right there is is we're measuring ourselves, and it's just ridiculous because we'll never measure up, and we're never more holy than the next guy.
2: Well, I I think I think that that's the the, the core of this is self justification. Yes, that yeah. that you know I justify myself over and against somebody else's failings, weaknesses, sins, shortcomings. Or, or as John Shea, who is was a Catholic poet, writes the. Uh, a line that goes something like, uh, "We build our cathedrals out of the specks from our brother's eye," and uh, and and I think that's what a lot of that is. Is we 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 measure uh, whatever whatever sort of orthodoxy you want to measure, and we're justified in uh, wherever we are because hey, look at that guy who's not doing it right, you know, or not doing it as well as I am, or something like that. Um, and and I think that's where the, the first the first. Uh, a uh, point in all this I think is repentance of, of, of su- the self justifying old Adam
1: time for break we'll come back we'll talk more about this kind of Wouldn't stuff and other stuff be we'll be back Yeah, Okay,
2: man, they could yeah, write yeah. lyrics yeah, yeah. Back Well, alright. Well, right. Hey, girl,
1: you sure look fine.
0: Uh-huh. Hey, boy, you're sweet <laughs>
1: as wine. <laughs> uh-huh this is how it all begins. So Welcome right, back to right, the right, God right, Whisperers. Right, hey, you know what we haven't done for two episodes? What's that? Given the phone number or the email address or anything I like did that? it the first part of the episode. Did you? It's Where G- was I? The Gmail address. I haven't given the phone number or the Skype number. Maybe Go this ahead. is why we never get any text Yeah, put the, let's put the Skype number out. Manly durs 13. Manly Doctor's 13. What are the numbers for that? 626 593 7713 uh, uh, Ah, uh,
2: mothershipgodwhispers.org or dot .com. Um, um, one will redirect toward the other. I forget which way it is. And godwhispers at gmail.com. Uh-huh.
0: Hey boy, I can't resist.
1: Uh-huh. Now we're going steady, and I'll never, never let you go. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh-huh. That's, that's, hey girl, that sounds abusive right I like there. No,
1: the oh, this is how uh-huh. the paper poll begins. Hey boy, just like this. Really
2: <laughs> see, you're just uh-huh. poking that, aren't you? There, just, I am because I. You're really poking am. the sleeping bear.
1: The thing is, I really don't care. That's That's your problem. That's my whole point on the on the whole quiverful. I'm glad people are having lots of kids. Good for you. Bring them to the church. Let's baptize them. Let's get them into the kingdom of God. Well, and and let's let's let's
2: have the church. Let's have the church. um,
1: You know, serve as their sponsors and godparents and support them too. I think sure, absolutely. And and by the way, as I've made the case before. Mm -hmm. My retirement thanks you for having all those children.
0: Because <laughs> someone
1: uh-huh. needs to be paying into Social Security and all that. So. I thought you opted out of Social Security. No. Oh, you didn't? Would that I did. Oh, I, I no, no. I know
2: no. some of our colleagues who've done that. No, but... They'll it, be sorry.
1: I'm, I'm happy. I've got a large family in my church and every I love it. I think they're great. So, we're, we're, we're talking
2: about the internecine, the Lutheran on Lutheran action.
0: It's always about the Lutheran on Lutheran action. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, well it, you know, we've been doing an ongoing series of the formula, which is that's the 16th century, yes. of Lutheran, yeah, Lutheran yeah. on Lutheran action. Well, is, but,
1: it, is this what uh, prompted Paul? I wonder. Is maybe maybe we actually were at one time talking about the formula? No, 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 no. Uh, I think we alluded to the fact
2: that that there's 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 intra-Lutheran squabbles. Yeah. Um, the, I mean, without getting yourself in trouble across the border, there, Rudy. What what uh, what what what? what what, what are the tensions in, in the LCC? Are they reflective of the same ones that we have here in the LCMS?
0: Yeah, but there's a gentler tone. You like, know, oh, it's a to- tone difference. It's a tone really? difference. Well, it's, yeah, and really, you know, it's not so much confrontational and polarizational. Mm-hmm. Is that a word? It is now. Sure. We, we can it can be is. here. It, it is it's here. It's a That's right. So, you know,
2: you hear— here, you know, call it politicization, which is a word I can't say. But um, let's it, go with that. It, it just it's everything is is red or blue, black or white, right. yes or no, A or B kind of thing. And,
0: and and is society in general wants answers quickly? Our people want oh, yeah. quick answers. We want fast answers that are, you know, 12 second sound bites. And there's no room anymore for sober thought and debate. Debate. Mm. You know, old fashioned debate where you yes. discuss things ha, yeah, without getting all hacked off right away.
2: And without getting pigeonholed. So right. if, if you, you sort of if you float something out because you're thinking about it, ah, you're one of them. Right. And and boom, that's it. Everything yeah. else, every other thought is now is now cataloged and identified.
0: And, you know, and think about our church conventions, you know, three days of mayhem and you're supposed to come up with all kinds of new policies where, you know, 1500 years ago when the church got together for counselors, 12 years long, <laughs> yeah, you know, that's true. And, and you think things through and, you know, of the hundred people that went, maybe only 25 went to the next three years, you know, yeah, it could take a
1: hundred years to clarify one doctrine. Right. You know, and two, three generations.
0: And, and, and that was then, this is now, now we've got to have answers in, you know, 15 second sound bites. It, it's, it's pathetic. It's so is, pathetic. is
2: it? Is it is partly a media-driven thing? Our attention span sort of expects the 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 instant, uh, you know, the instant Google factoid, and uh, I mean, everything has to just kind of come up right away.
0: That and and the whole gotcha journalism kind of thing. Mm. Oh yeah. You know, if you mm-hmm. catch sure. somebody in an error, man, then you just slam that home forever. Instead of maybe analyzing, there's not enough time for thoughtful analysis anymore and, and rational and debate that says, okay, let's consider all the sides. Right away, we've got to go for the jugular. We're a jugular society.
2: Which is too bad because when we're, when we're looking at the formula, you know, that's the first approach of Chemnitz and Andre in particular is, okay, let's look at all the sides. And what you find sometimes is a really nuanced position. You know, where they're not really siding entirely with the Ganesio conservatives on the one hand, or with the Philippist liberals, and I'm using those anachronistic terms guardedly, but on the other hand. But somehow they're kind of steering not a compromise, not a middle ground, just basically saying, hey, yeah, look, you know, you guys are right here but wrong there, you guys are wrong here and right there. And we, we seem to have lost that ability.
1: See, yeah, isn't isn't that really the truth? You you look at the guys that are in the Kumbaya praise bands and the church growth and all that. A lot of these guys are really sincere about trying to reach out to the culture that they live in, and and you gotta you gotta give them props for trying to do something that you know can bring people in from their community. The problem is sometimes they compromise their doctrine and the gospel for the sake of of being attractive. So and, and I think I so, think, so. Where is it that we can be attractive to our culture but not compromise at the same time? You know, to, talking about talking yeah. about guys like that though, I, I
2: think if you were to to talk to them about that, I think they'd be very they'd be comfortable with that. Yeah, that yeah we've we've had to make some compromises. We know that, but when we get out of bed in the morning, the reason that we get up and go to work is that we want uh, to we want to make more believers. Mm-hmm. Um, the, noble, that's noble. Yeah, I, I'm I'm hard pressed to argue with that. Right. You know, the, it seems like the uh, the the job description is make disciples. Um, the other side, uh, you know, gets up in the morning and is equally zealous to be faithful and to protect and guard the principles by which we, we are operating. And, and that's not ignoble, you know, I mean, uh, loveless principles and, and unprincipled love are both wrong at some, at some, right.
0: But, you know, and that's the thing. It's always about the balance. You know, we're Augsburg. We're not Rome. We're not Geneva. We're right in the middle. Literally. You know, we are in the middle. And sometimes those two ditches, that's where, you, you know, Marquardt used to say at the seminary, you know, we're like drunken sailors. And, you know, you got to stay. There are two ditches. We always wander back and forth, but it's time to stay out of the ditches. And just how you do that, that's the art.
2: I, and I think the art is to slow the pace down uh, and, yeah. and cut the accusations down and, and do the deep analysis. What, what, what lies underneath the surface? Instead of just dealing with the surface problem, Uh, quite frankly, I think some of the stuff that divided us in the '70s is still around. It's just that it's uh, part of it's been driven under, part of it has just been driven away, and and uh, but we never really came for you know a good example is the nature of church. What does it mean to be Lutheran churches? Uh, we don't have uh, we don't have a pope. We don't have a centralized kind of. We do have an agreement to work together. We do have an agreement to confess together, and practice together at some coherent level too. I think.
0: Well, I, I think part of it is, you know, there's a resurgence right now in the synod. I think stateside and in Canada, for going back not to your dad's church but to your grandpa's church. And, and the whole notion of finding those Lutheran roots and those Lutheran heritages. And I think even young people are starting to look for those heritage things, because they're, they've grown up in this, this, a time when things are changing so quickly, and they are really interested in the deep mythology and the deep backstory. You know, Lord of the Rings, you know, the whole Harry Potter series. Yes. There's a group of kids yes. under 20 and now who grew those up a great stories. Are, that's good stuff. And it's story. Yeah. It's always about the story. So the church cannot and dare not dumb down. To try and appeal to young people because, if anything, that's insulting their intelligence. These kids these days are smarter than we ever were. I can speak for myself. I don't know about you guys. But, you know, th- so th- this notion that we got to dumb down things for the church, you got to use the big words and explain them. You know, justification. Yeah, it's shorthand for, you know, five sentences of of, of concept and ideas. But if you explain them, those kids will get it. And I know that because think about Pokemon. There's a hundred, well, when my kids were growing up, there were 151 Pokemon, and they knew all the different levels and all the different changes that they went through, and then you tell them you can't learn the Ten Commandments, you can't learn the Creed, you know, the, the, the nuances of the of the Lord's Supper, please, spare me. They can learn this stuff. Yeah, It's not hard.
1: Well, no, and that's one of the beauties, the beauties, eh, about... <laughs> nice. Oh, Canada. <laughs> about, about Lutheran theology is that It's simple. It really is so simple that it's hard to wrap your head around because it's too it's too easy. God justifies sinners. There's gotta be something I've gotta do. You know, the whole the, the major concepts are in the small catechism that you can teach children and they can easily wrap their heads around it at a very young age.
0: Yes. And, and the beautiful thing about that is it starts with a small catechism, and then it ends up with bookshelves of theology <laughs> that you can teach and that these kids will embrace. Once you start talking to them, they get this stuff. They thirst for it because their minds are like sponges. They learn so much at school. And you get the right kind of debate going. They will be interested.
2: You know, you mentioned uh, you know this this renewed interest in in the the great mythologies, um, and and that and, and that's true. I mean, the the uh, the science fiction has given way to science fantasy. Mm. Uh, when I grew up, it was science fiction, which was very technologically driven kind of fiction. It was it was how science was going to going to basically rescue humanity. Uh, whereas science fantasy is different. That's more buying back into the, the old mythologies and the, and the great themes of redemption and good and evil and and this kind of stuff. Uh, you know, this is I'd love to I'd love to throw this out just to just to provoke thought, controversy, and and and, and maybe possibly a forced retirement. But, shocking, shocking. Uh, but but you know, Boltman. What was Boltman's sin? Uh, he wanted to demythologize the scriptures. And as a result, I mean it was a scientific approach to the scriptures. It was pure nineteenth, early twentieth century. And what did he he ceased to believe them. So I think the program should be a re mythologizing of the scriptures in the right sense of that word. Uh,
0: yeah, and you have to understand the word properly or else you're hooped.
2: Oh yeah. Well I know Absolutely. that. But but see that's the problem is we've lost the vocabulary to do that.
0: That's right. And and the sad thing is Part of it is because even in our confirmation classes, I don't know about you guys, but you know, there's there just doesn't seem to be enough time. You know, and with kids want to get through stuff. I have confirmation classes where, you know, you go 10 minutes on a topic or a discussion, and soon kids are saying, well, wait a minute, just tell me the answer already. And it's it's not – and I say to them, no, you know what, we're going to wrestle with this stuff. And then they get it. But it's – they're so programmed to get the facts in that there's no time for, you know, thinking outside of the normal constructs. You know, that you know, I think any educator
2: would say the same thing, though, is all yeah. teaching for the test and for performance has undercut uh, the shaping of a mind to think.
0: To, to think, yeah.
2: Because thinking takes time. And a lot of daydreaming goes into thinking. You have to get some material in there, and then you have to daydream about it. You have to kind of mm-hmm. like, play with these concepts and stuff. I really think the confirmation class is probably the worst venue for this sort of thing. Um, I know I was victim of that i had, I had the two year confirmation class. I really think it 's much more the prolonged ongoing conversation it's it 's got to be a much more drawn out far less goal oriented far more far more just sort of wallowing in it, talking about it
0: it It happens at the kitchen table
2: yeah it 's the deuteronomy thing right, talk about right. these things on uh, the road at home at uh, yeah. your table wherever you your are kids. yep but it's 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 just part it's just see it's your whole conversation is yeah. seasoned with it.
0: And for a lot of parents these days there's no time for that. It's just it's sad. You know, but um uh, it's really important to sit down with your kids and walk through that stuff. And if they're taking some of those things at school, they bring home those things, you start talking about them and it all it's a lot of fun when it's happening at home. How do it you really
1: from uh, controversies in the synods to The catechism. This is the God Whisper. Because we're we're solution oriented, you see.
2: And I I think Rudy. (laughs) That is the solution, isn't it? But Rudy brings up a really important point. I thought
1: Boltman's biggest problem was his first name was Rudy. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Actually,
2: Boltman's commentary on John is still one of the best around, but uh, that's another story. That'll get letters. (laughs) 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 But uh, right there, it's right there on the shelf, blue volume, right there next to Kazeman's Roman commentary. You stepped in at that time. There you go. You know, on a previous letter, Paul Schreiber did say, I enjoy your show in spite of the fifth grade locker
0: room antics. There. So. I have no idea what he's talking about.
2: Yeah. But, but uh, I, I appreciate what you say, Rudy, that, that it's a concentric approach to theology. Now, we talk about things beginning with Christ and the incarnation, uh, but also uh, it starts as simply as the small catechism, which in some sense is the, the, the kernel or the core of everything. It expands all the way out into a book of concord. And then from that into books of theology and all kinds of things. But always at the center is this, this essential faith of, re, of repentance, faith in Christ, uh, prayer, the sacraments, the working of the Holy Spirit through the external word. You know, that's, it always comes back to those things.
0: And, and people today, when you start talking to them about that at that level, they get it. They really get it. It just takes time, something our society doesn't have enough of.
2: Now, now speaking of, of sort of uh, reaching out in a different direction, um, our, our our buddy John, Jonathan Fisk has uh, produced a book. Uh, you know, broken I think you've
0: seen that I've seen the book we, We've got the book It's coming It'll be there on the 3rd of January At our house
2: Oh, you're waiting
1: for it a, I do, It has oh. yet to
0: arrive It's do date That's what Canada Post says the,
1: uh, Wow yeah. Now, is, is this coming through Amazon? Or?
0: Yeah, we ordered it through Amazon <laughs> We made the mistake Of getting it through Amazon well, And when I ordered it They said, thinking, you won't get it Before Christmas
1: I was thinking If you order it from Amazon You probably have a good idea Of the date well, I'm just They're saying, it was. Well, it seems to be out there. People are at least it's out there. photographed. Yes. Uh,
0: Great them. marketing campaign. I must say, <laughs> really I'm liking are. this. You like the I this like saturation. It. Thing. I, you know what? That's what it takes yeah. to make a book like this happen. Yeah, Absolutely. Was,
2: you know, some, some guys got a
1: little bent about I it. I
0: saw that, and I'm yeah, thinking, you guys, <laughs> come on. Get a life, boys.
1: <laughs> you you once, know what? Once again, like other controversies, I could care less. No, you could not care less. Get the syntax of this right. If you could care less, then you care, but
2: you don't care, so you could not care less. Squirrel,
1: squirrel, <laughs> why don't you shut up? Just shut up. I've, I've had it with you. and It's mind. a
2: little bit like the less and fewer thing that makes me crazy too. You know where you see a, where you see the thing at the uh, the grocery store that says fifteen items or less. I, I just won't use the line. You know if you can't get the syntax and grammar that straight, then just I'm sorry.
0: Welcome You're to the so God Whisperers.
2: <laughs> like a miniature Buddha. Covered in hair. So, uh, Craig's found his niche.
1: Where, where were we, Rudy? We're, I don't even this have so, to
0: speak to mock you anymore. I just push a button. <laughs> <laughs> because it requires so much skill. Yeah, well. So, but but I, th- I think part of it, and, and you'll get letters. I, you know, I saw some controversy on the net about all this, and I'm thinking, folks, Let's, let's let this book do its work because we've got a guy who could go toe-to-toe. And why is it that Larry King used to always get some funded on there who has zero brains? We need people who can argue properly with some skill set instead of just airheads. I'm just saying. And now you get letters. Well,
2: you know, not, not actually not. I think a lot of people that listen to us probably agree with that too. Because I mean, you know, we're sort of we're we're the, we're the mockery of celebrity, but uh, we're sort of. But but I think it illustrates something that in Lutheranism we are very uncomfortable with celebrity. You know, what do we say all the time? We say we say that pastors should be just kind of covered humble. with vestments. They should be they should be humble servants, kind of part monk. Uh, part uh, you know, part church father, part recluse, uh, you know, whatever you know, part psychopath. I don't know what it is, but 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 the, the problem is that um, in this culture that we're working, in, you've got you've you've got to get the culture's attention somehow, and and you you've got to register on their own Richter scale,
0: and. And it takes a lot of PR. There's a lot of noise out there. there is and a lot of noise. you just, you gotta keep on piercing the darkness. And this book, I haven't read it yet, so, you know, but all. I was telling my kid about the, my son, my 17 year old son, about the PR, and he's saying, "What's the problem? We got a Lutheran guy who could probably go to toe to toe with a lot of people, and we're bagging on that. What is the problem, folks? Let's let the guy do his work."
2: Yeah, I mean, do you get do you get weary when whenever you see the uh, the TV news specials and they 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 trundle out the biblical scholars and then they then they <laughs> get not, the, they get the Lutherans out there and it, it's all the it's all the the Lutherans who have gone over the deep left and oh,
0: always saying? the left side, yeah, always the yeah, left, yeah. And,
2: and it's like. Can't isn't there anybody that can just speak an intelligent word for Lutheran orthodoxy? Yeah, that's 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 basically presentable. That you can take, you know you can stick oh, into one of these. Well, that rules us out. Yeah, well, no, I know, that's you But, had, but, you but
1: to throw presentable in there.
0: That's <laughs> well, I think part of the problem is you know Lutherans are and are like people you know in certain parts of Canada. I think if you I should can...
1: have just stopped there. Lutherans are like people.
0: Uh, okay, well, I was going to say Except that different. they're people who are like you know we're, we're like crabs. <laughs> you know, you put, if you never have to put a bucket on a crab dish, a, bo- um, a lid. crab, li- no, a lid on a wow, what? lid on. Did a I take the, just That's
2: ha- it. This happens to me all the time, Rudy. I, but, uh, you know, it's just those so little, little moments. We just called them, my wife and I would call them one of my moments. I come at
0: you like a spider See, you got it. Yeah, that's... just uh-huh.
2: gotta just keep. Power through it.
0: Power through it. So, so, you know, you don't need that lid on that bucket of crabs because my understanding about crabs is one tries to climb out and the others pull it down. I, That's what we're doing. I have, we're
2: doing that. I have witnessed this personally at Giovanni's in Morrow Bay. They, they dumped in uh, four big garbage can loads of crabs, and they're crawling up the side, you know, on top of one another. But, but they, they do. They, they yank the leader
1: back into the water. So, again. so there's no escape from this? He's synod. the first in the steam saying? pot. Is.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, we're crabs. Lutherans are crabs. Well, we're it, just doing it to each other.
1: This summer we have the Synodical Convention. We, we could put this in a, into, uh, into play as far as watching the, the pulling of each other down in a, the crab bucket, as it were. I, I,
2: think, I think if I were to look at a, a deep underlying issue um, within our, our contemporary Lutheranism, I think we're failing to grasp the paradox of being semal. But it's the mm. sinner saint paradox. A it, it's a it's a it's a law gospel paradox. Uh it's it's in part an eschatological paradox because it's the now not yet. Uh it's it's the result of being both in Adam and in Christ in the same time. And and I don't think we get it. I, I really think that uh we tend to think that we are entirely saint and we're just sort of sinner. Or, or that uh, that we're saints, we're sinners becoming saints through um, our own efforts and our own works and our own application of the third use of the law, or whatever it is, and and I think all of this is kind of filtering out this, this discomfiture of being both and at the same time, both fully sinner in Adam and and fully saint in Christ, and all that that entails.
0: Yeah, I, and and I think part of it too is this insane desire. To do things just right and just so. Ex opera operata almost. You know, where if you're not doing it just the right way, somehow you're not so well, orthodox.
2: Right. It doesn't yeah. work. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's just, if you don't hold pinky out just so, then. I, you're not I, I saw to this
1: on, to on TV once. They, you don't have the real presence. They had a video of a uh, Roman Catholic exorcism. And the priest oh, those are scary. And the priest had to do the liturgy just right or he had to start it all over again. It over If he again. faltered at one point he had to, and it was like a three hour liturgy. And he had to go back to the beginning, start all over because you know oh he misspoke. Now, Time now let, let me uh, looking at the other side, and I think the key to a good
2: conversation like this is to see the other side for the value that it is. Is I think I think when it comes to liturgics, uh, there's on the one hand there's this rubricism, but on the other hand, I, <laughs> I think I think a, a lax attitude toward the holy things speaks volumes about what you actually believe here. You know, um, I, I took a cue from the cooking shows. Have you ever seen? Uh, like the, the cutting-edge chefs putting together the dish for service. I mean, they've cooked the food properly, and it's going to taste good regardless of what they do. But they are bent over that dish, and every every sprig of parsley, everything is just arranged just perfectly. And so I've kind of tried to get into that, that same mentality at the altar. Uh, You know, and and like I instruct my my associates and stuff, when I put the chalice back down, there's a cross on the chalice. I always put the cross facing it, facing forward. Why? Because it's a discipline to handle these things with respect, you know, And, and it's the same thing. When I see the chef working like that, I think, man, that guy takes his food seriously. He takes his art and craft seriously.
0: Yeah, part of it is craft. Part of it also is for cooks. They believe, and it's true, we eat with our eyes, Mm -hmm. right? And so the whole notion of making sure Mm -hmm. that those things that are done in the church, people will see, well, there's an old Polish proverb. I don't know what it is in Polish, but I remember the translation. My dad used to always say, the way they see you is the way they will write about you. And, but it rhymes in Polish. It's an old Polish proverb. Anyway, the same thing happens old with
2: the church. Proverbs from ch- the old country sound better. Oh, th- not in English. No,
0: not in English. No, it just doesn't My rhyme. My was full of them yeah.
2: German. But the-,
0: but the whole point is you know, the way you do things in the church and the way you hold those holy vessels speaks volumes about who, what's happening there. And those things are important. Those details are important. They really do matter because. They are the holy things of God. So you don't want to just, you know, put the, um, you know, the elements on the altar after you're, you're finished and put the corpus back on, or, or the cloth, I mean, over, you know, in a in delicate way. It needs to be done with some reverence. Even, you know, taking those things and preparing the elements for communion needs to be done in a, a good way without... With, with sorry, with much care.
1: You ever had just, one of those Sundays where you're kinda of sick and foggy headed and and you're, you know, maybe coming around with the chalice, you miss a step or something, you're sloshing all over and, and all of a sudden you have that moment of sober reality of I better snap out of it here. You know, I'm handling the those sacred things of God and I'm I'm just just doling it out like I'm just washing a car or something, you know. I need to I need to be careful here and wake up. Well, you know, I think it, it
2: goes into the whole business of presiding, too. And which is something that this is totally foreign in the in these sort of contemporary worship circles where the true presider is the leader of the band. I, I think the band is kind of taking <laughs> over worship leader. Whole, yeah, they are the worship leader. That's right. Yes. But presiding um, really takes you talk about being in a fog sometimes. Uh, presiding <laughs> really takes I think a high level of situational awareness. It does. You know, that I, I when, when, think, when, when, when I feel I'm doing a good job at this, or at least doing my job, um, I am aware of uh, the people that are gathered there. I'm aware of, you know, who's singing, who's not singing, not in a judging sort of way, just kind of like, you know, you're taking in data. I find myself taking in a lot of data. Uh, when worshiping, and and the same, you know, when you're communing people, you know, an awareness of each individual, and, and you know, thinking about, you know, what are they bringing to the altar, and and that, and, and you know, what are they looking for, and 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 you know, what's what's Christ here to do for them, and and you know, you're 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 there, you're mediating this, you're you're the one, you're the one who's connecting this, and I think that takes a kind of a level of uh, liturgical awareness
0: preparedness and seriousness. Now, you know, I don't mean to belittle this, but you watch an NFL football game and you watch good quarterbacks, Tom Brady and those guys, as they prepare, as they step up to the line, they're looking around, taking in all the data, and those guys have studied that stuff. They intellectually know their stuff, and they know what comes next. And there's that sense of, of dedication to that particular vocation, and if a football player can be that prepared for a football game... It's a game. It's a game. Yeah, yeah. And stage. what are we doing? But it's a game. You can't be messing around in church. You've got to be ready. You've got to be prepared. You are called to be the pastor of that place. Perform the responsibilities in accordance with that.
1: You know, I, I have a cousin who was a member of the old guard in the army. And he, he part of his job was to uh, guard, quote, unquote, the tomb of the unknown soldier. Yes. And these guys yeah. are so precision and so... I mean, if you have a little bit of lint on your back or something, I mean, they're there with a roller and they're, you know, and, and everything is perfect and everything. And it, if people will be this devout over something, you know, that is just a national uh, a monument, uh, you know, it's not trivial, but it, it isn't handling the body and blood of Christ. You know, how much more so should we be? Absolutely. It, it really is amazing. We're pretty much out of time here. Oh, he cuts us off. You got a last shot there? The master of. Oh. Everybody, so
2: always. I, I think you should right always look on the bright side, right the right side, the right side of,
1: life. of life. There's always that. Yeah. Lighten up. Do, um,
2: always
1: look on the right do you know people who are offended by the life of Brian? <laughs> Probably, but I don't care. It much
0: like everything so else that we've talked about today. Does matter? it really matter? I guess maybe it does. Happy New Year, everybody. Blessed
1: Epiphany. Mackenzie. Fine
2: go, you've stayed your hours.